Today on this episode of The Catholic Gentleman, we're going to talk about Catholic dating. Stay with us. Today's handshake or manly virtue, we're going to talk a little bit about risk-taking. In life, God calls us to things that may not always make sense from a worldly perspective or a rational perspective, but we feel that inner call and we can't really escape it. It keeps coming back. Sometimes you just have to take a risk. No risk, no reward in a lot of cases. So step out of your comfort zone. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. Take those risks that God places before you. Step out in faith like St. Peter stepping out of the boat and walking on water. Uh, trust God that he will provide for you when you follow him in faith. Thanks for joining us. If this is your first time and you're on YouTube, please click subscribe, click that bell so that you get notified anytime we come out with one of these episodes. If you're on a podcast player of your choice, please click subscribe as well. Write a review if you feel uh, compelled, we'd be grateful. Also, we want to keep on providing you with these episodes, memes on our social, uh, blog posts, everything that we can think of and we can do to help bring men to holiness. If you are feeling called or you could help us, please jump over to Patreon at patreon.com slash Catholic Gentlemen. Check out the tiers that we have uh, to offer and consider giving. We'd be forever grateful. And we are also grateful for all of our current donors. We're also thankful for Catholic Match, the sponsor of this episode. CatholicMatch.com is the premier Catholic dating site in the world. Uh, and you are sure to find someone uh, to engage in conversation with as you are seeking a spouse and seeking your vocation. So Sam and I both have our own experiences in life of, of dating, uh, starting sooner, starting later. I know that I started dating um, really near the end of high school, and uh, it was before like Kiss Dating Goodbye and all these books came out mm -hmm. that, uh, that tried to... Um, Definitely not speaking with the mind of the church, but speaking with like a certain sense of logic and a certain experience that people had had in dating mm -hmm. and just kind of the difficulties of it. And, you know, I think the, the final line was, if you're not ready to get married, you shouldn't be dating. Mm -hmm. And I personally don't disagree with that. Yeah, there's um, truth in that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, um, so I started dating briefly in high school ever so briefly. And then, um, and then I, I actually uh, was discerning marriage with an individual in college. But um, one thing led to another. I found uh, my wife a few years later. And, uh, and that dating experience was exactly what it should be, pure, beautiful, and, uh, and just anointed. And I was uh, so incredibly grateful for, yeah. for God yeah. bringing her to my life. Yeah, well, it was a very similar situation for me. I always felt a really strong desire to get married. I just knew that was mm. my vocation, really. Even before I was Catholic, I just knew I wanted to be a husband. I wanted to be a father. I wanted to have a family. Mm. Um, and I remember telling my mom in late high school, like, I'm going to be married by my sophomore year of, of college. And she's like, no, you're not. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you're going to finish your degree. But I, but the point was, I had a really strong desire to get married. Mm. And um through college, I always thought I would meet somebody. Yeah. But uh, I had one serious dating relationship. It lasted about a year. We were just getting to the point where we were thinking about marriage, and then things started to break down. 
Um, so my couple more years went by and I was getting near the end of my college experience and thought, I haven't found anybody mm -hmm. yet. I went to a really small college, mm -hmm. so that didn't help. <laughs> but uh, then I decided to try out this strange thing called online dating that, you know, was, you know, kind of had a sketchy reputation sometimes, but yeah. I found a, a little uh, Christian dating site. I wasn't Catholic at the time. Yeah. Um, and it was real small. I thought, well, these are these are devout Christians. I mean, uh, probably safer than, you know, Match.com or something yeah. like that. Um, so I tried, decided I'd try it out. And um, shortly thereafter, I met my wife, and that's kind of a whole long story. I might share a little bit more about that later, but but uh, we ended up uh, moving very quickly and being married within a year, and uh, we've just uh, been married for eleven years now, almost. Praise God, and. Um I appreciate you bringing up vocation right away, yeah. right? And I know that that's what Catholic Match is trying to do: is help people find their vocation, right? Right. Um, I was actually strongly discerning uh, the priesthood. I was on different uh, vocational lists and, and discerning with actual vocation directors. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and so I didn't have that, that sort of, of passion and calling. And when I met my now wife, um, she asked me what my vocation was. Mm -hmm. And I was actually on vocational list, discerning. I was like, oh, you know, because she was attractive and I was really interested. Mm -hmm. And I was like, now I'm going to tell her that I'm discerning being a priest and right. that's going to chase her away. And so, uh, but but God has a plan because I was discerning a priest. Like, truly, I wasn't dating for for, yes. for many years while I was I was discerning this. And, um, and then she came along into my life and uh, just really it became like a sincere knowing mm -hmm. that I was called to, to marry her, to, to be married with, with my, my bride and my wife. And, yeah. and I, I couldn't be more grateful, but it's such an important topic of vocation and discernment because in my ignorance, I'll be honest, I was looking for that lightning bolt. Like right. I needed God to tell me you are called to the priesthood. I needed like some whirlwind experience about me. Like I was on my knees at, at, at a church and nobody else was around. And then all of a sudden God came to me and said, yes. John, I'm calling you to be a priest. Um, and well, an airplane writes in the sky. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. John, the priesthood. That's right. And, and that's what I was looking for. But there really is this cooperation, right? This yeah. relationship right. with God that we have in, in discerning our vocation. Yeah. And so um, I, I think that that is, is so important to, to just start right out, is that if you are starting this relationship with God to discern your vocation, you're feeling called to, uh, to married life, well, you gotta learn how to date. Right, <laughs> You gotta right. learn how to ask, so. Yes, and I, I, that's really where I wanna start the conversation is with how do we discern our vocation. Mm. A lot of guys just like unlike me, they don't feel a clear pull in any one direction. They don't feel called to the priesthood. They don't necessarily feel called strongly to marriage. They just don't know. They know that God's got something for them. Mm. Well, and that's where I think discernment is nine times out of 10 determined by action. Yeah. Until you take a step You'll never know. Yeah. And I think a lot of guys are paralyzed with this uncertainty and this fear of, of missing the, finding the wrong vocation. God's not cruel. He's not going to do that to you. Just step out in faith. Yes. Inquire at a seminary. Yeah. If you're not sure, 
inquire with a religious order. God will make it clear. If you're on the other side feeling maybe a slight attraction to marriage, well, you find a girl you're attracted to, ask her out. Yeah. But the truth is you're not going to know until you do something. So just act. I think that's one of the most important things I would leave with any guy who's not sure about their vocation is just do something. That's right. And God will do the rest. He'll meet you halfway. I couldn't agree more. And we're going to come back to this frequently in this episode is this idea of action. And and if, uh, you know, I'd like to bring up, you know, all the way back to Aristotle and Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics, right? He talked about the builder learns by building, you know, the musician learns by playing a lyre, you know, so with, so must we learn by our action, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And I just really want to call men to action. You and I both see it. We see mm-hmm. a lot of young man, men that are paralyzed right. to inaction out of fear, yeah, right? Right, exactly. And that fear of, of, of a woman letting them down or them being turned away and saying no causes them to do things like what's called sneaky dating these days. And those single people listening know what that is, but that's the idea of like going out with friends, but asking them along, but not formally or directly asking them that, that you would like to go on a right. date with them. And so then the girl in this situation is led confused and Mm -hmm. is looking for clarity and wondering, is this a date? Is it not? Should I stick around him or should I talk to his friends? You know, these things need to be avoided. Yes. Avoided by specific and intentional action. Yes. I know. I think there's so many guys out there who just want girl friends in a very generic sense where... Like, well, she's cute and we have a connection, but I'm not going to actually take the risk of asking her out. Yeah. So I'm just going to, like, hang out a lot with her. Well, that's, I'm sorry, that's that's a cop-out. Come on, man. Like, take, step up, take take action. Ask her out. She says no, okay, but at least you knew you took the risk. And I think that kind of gets to the core of why a lot of guys don't take action. They're afraid. They're afraid of rejection yeah oh i just couldn't handle it if she says no why like what's the big deal she's just not the right one for you that's okay that's right just maybe somebody else out there yeah you never know just just ask if you feel that attraction just ask yeah and if you don't somebody else is going to yeah and so you know i i use this phrase or i like this phrase i brought it up before but the idea that nice guys finish last is Mm -hmm. is really the battle cry of a coward right because they didn't have uh the time to take action and so this is all fine and good uh for us to talk about people who took action and, and are blessed with our 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 wives but how do we talk to or how do we help somebody who is paralyzed by mm-hmm. that fear, right? By that lack of courage and that yeah. lack of confidence, right? And they yeah. see a, a woman saying yes or no as kind of their their self-worth or their, you know, self-dignity uh, even is, is if she says no, then I somehow am, am useless. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah, right. Well, and I think there's two ways of approaching that. Yeah. On the one hand, you can take very small steps. You know, you can you work your way up to the big ask. Yeah. Um, and actually, I would recommend, like, if you're interested in a girl, don't just come out of nowhere and just ask her on a date. I tried that approach <laughs> a couple of times. It didn't work so well. Yeah. I would just walk up to a random girl that I thought was attractive and just ask her out. 
She didn't know me from anybody. Yeah. And she's like, no, sorry. You know? yeah. So start small. Form a friendship first. Form a relationship first. Make small overtures. Um, I don't think a lot of guys struggle with that. No. So take those small steps first and then ask her yeah. out. Um, the other way to do it, though, is to sometimes just take the plunge. You yeah. Know? Maybe I don't know her that well. Maybe she's like a friend of a friend, but I find her interesting. Um, just ask her out, you know, it, or just say, you know, hey, I don't, it just doesn't have to be anything big and formal. I'm just interested in you. I'd like to get to know you a little better. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, like we're, we're, we're getting engaged or anything. I just want to get a cup of coffee sometime. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too high pressure. Um, and just see what happens. You yeah. Know? So. And, and I want to comment on this notion of, oh, I have asked girls out and I need um, more skills or more tools, right? Because we live in a mm -hmm. hookup culture. Yes. We live in this, this culture where um, for men, it's a, a sign of triumph and accomplishment yes. to as many girls racked up as possible, be it just numbers on your phone or actual dates or yeah. even... You know, further. There's hookup artists now that are like yes. trying to teach people how to just get as many girls as possible. It's terrible. Right. But. It's terrible because one thing that Sam and I want to come across is that that makes your life dependent on the responses of mm -hmm. others towards mm -hmm. you. Yes. And that's no way to live. Right. And we need to start with the interior to yeah. help to help with this transformation. So when talking about the interior, it really is talking about that um, prayer for courage, you know, mm -hmm. that build up to courage, mm -hmm. that build up to confidence, right? How mm -hmm. do you hold yourself? How are you dressing? What's yeah. your attire look like, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, are you appropriate? Are you overdressed? Like these sort of things all matter um, mm -hmm. when, when building yourself in confidence. Yeah. You know, do you like the way you, you look with the, with the attire that you're wearing, with the right. clothes that you have on? Um, have you ever given it a thought, you know? Right, yeah, I and mean, there's, there's kind of a strange relationship between the inside and the outside where yeah. sometimes it really is a matter of dressing with dignity and all of a sudden you feel more confident uh, because you're treating yourself with confidence and respect. Um, so sometimes it is a, there is a little bit of a degree of fake it until you make it, yeah. <laughs> fake it until you feel it. Um, but on the other hand, like, you really do need to be secure in yourself. No girl is going to be attracted to a guy who's super insecure. Right. We all get nervous. We all get a little anxious when we're about to ask a girl out. That's okay. But fundamentally, are you secure in who you are? Um, because if you're not, a girl's going to pick up on that. She's That's going to right. pick up on your insecurity, and she's not going to be attracted to that. And the reverse of that is also true, right? You're not called to be arrogant. Right. And so if a girl online turns you down, and your first thought is, how could she? I'm amazing, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm amazing. Um, then, then you've got something else to work on. You've right. got humility, which is is what yes, you're in need of. Right. And so, um, I do think that that's really important. in, you know what we talk about: taking action and being brave mm -hmm. and stepping in. You know, in these situations. There's one other thing I wanted to say, and Please. I think you kind of hinted at it already. But we live in a culture where human interactions are breaking down. You know, we just, we're kind of on the far end of this whole COVID situation. People wearing masks, facial expressions aren't even, a, aren't even being tracked anymore. Mm. We're all doing everything digitally. It's 
unfortunate because we don't even know how to interact as human beings oh, anymore. So true. We don't know how to have a conversation. We don't know how to express ourselves coherently. We don't know how to look someone in the eye. And all of these things are so important when you're when you're dating. Yeah. You want to be able to look a girl in the eye. You want to be able to express yourself in a coherent manner. And, you know, again, uh, girls uh, find that attractive in a man. Yeah. Like, well, he's he's got he's self-possessed. He knows how to say what he means. That's and, right. You know, he's confident enough to look someone in the eye. That's like that's an attractive quality in in a man. So work on those human skills, those soft skills of learning how to listen, yeah. learning how to empathize, learning how to understand what somebody's really saying, how to have a conversation without being, you know, rude or obnoxious or, or whatever. Yeah. Work on that. Develop yourself. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It is true. And in a way that you can work on that in the online dating world, too, is being specific when you are approaching or messaging an individual yeah. that you're interested in. And by be specific, I mean um, find a common ground mm -hmm. proving to that woman that she was worth your time to read through her profile mm -hmm. and to truly make an attempt at mm -hmm. understanding her, right? Yes. And that is that skill of listening, but even kind of turned into this online world here, is where you can prove your attentiveness, you can work on your attentiveness by, um, by paying attention to the interaction the profile put forth mm -hmm. and attempting to find common ground um, with that individual. And I know this from a lot of women that um, are single, that are attractive, that are in the online world. It's very frequent that guys come along even on Catholic Match and different Catholic dating sites and are very brazen mm -hmm. with their approach, yeah. kind of like, hey, I yeah. like you, yeah, would you like to go out with me? This is me, this is who I am. And then it becomes a story about who they are. Right. And Ask questions. Yeah. Like, treat the girl as if she is the most interesting person in the world. Yeah, exactly. What girl is not going to like that? That's you know, right. Ask her questions about herself. Learn her story. Um, you know, I, I have just a little anecdote from my own yeah. online dating experience. My wife wasn't giving me any information. I had no idea. She had nothing on her profile. Okay. <laughs> and she, I was like, I really had to pursue her yeah and really try to get extract information from her even though we were just messaging at the time uh, and finally she opened up but you know in retrospect she said she was intrigued like why is this guy so interested in me you know and and um finally she opened up and told me a little more and we yeah. instantly had a connection but i had to do a little bit of uh put a little effort into getting to know her and whether it's online or in person, yeah. same principle applies, though. Treat that girl as if she's she's fascinating. That's right. Because hopefully she is. But don't just talk about yourself. Yeah. You know, don't just, you know, act like, you know, you're hot stuff and she's lucky to get to know you. Right. Like that's, that's not the right approach either. Yeah, and oftentimes it is. It's not the right approach. And oftentimes, guys are just so uncomfortable with an individual of the opposite right. sex that right. that it comes off as really off-putting mm -hmm. and 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 harsh and so yeah I appreciate you mentioning that story because it it is there's no there's no one way but there are common rules and and common um, elements of courtship that can come in person in their interactions, but they can mm -hmm. also be, can serve us in the online world as yeah. well as we're engaging. And you're right, it, I 
Um, I struggle with the amount of disconnect human beings have in our incarnational selves these days because of uh, a cell phone, right? Yeah. We can be cowards. We can be bombastic. We can be duplicitous. We can be whoever we want to be in that online world, including in the online dating world. And we become, um, uh, in a way, desensitized to reality. Yes. And um, and that's a shame. uh, And it's something that gentlemen have to work against. Yes. Yes. Take those in-person interactions seriously. Even though I met my wife online, we had met in person within two weeks. Yeah. And I feel like you know, that was that was unusual, I would say. But at the same time, like, realize that even if you're dating online, that that should be a temporary thing. I know some people who have just messaged for literally like four or five years with somebody in online dating, and they've never even met in person. They just like, they're almost just using yeah. that person for emotional intimacy with no intention of taking that anywhere. That's, and that's not fair. Yeah. That's really unfair to that other person. Um, realize that this has got to move towards that in-person meeting at some point. Yeah. You know? Whether that's sooner or later is totally up to you, but but hopefully make it a goal. Um, the other thing, too, is let's talk about a first date, okay? Let's say a guy says, yeah. finally working out the courage to ask a girl out. Let's talk about what you should do and shouldn't do on a first date. Yeah. One thing is when you're going to ask a girl out, make sure you're dressed well. Yes. Like, make sure you've, you know, you're well-groomed and cared for. I mean, I've seen guys in, like, shabby, faded, ripped T-shirts, flip-flops, you know, board shorts. And, like, basically what they're communicating is my number one value in life is comfort. It's comfort. That's right. I don't care about you. I don't care how I present myself to you. You know, you have to come down to my level. I'm not going to go rise to your level. That's that's for sure. You know, and it, and it communicate something significant to that other person. You're not worth any effort. You're not worth any of my time. And um, so step one is take care of yourself, dress appropriately, show respect to that person that you're about to ask out because it's saying, I want a relationship with you and I'm going to show you that you're worth the time. That's right. And every situation can be different, right? And I would encourage a first date being something that's 60 to 90 minutes, right? It doesn't have to be long. It's getting to know, especially if we're coming from the online world to a first in-person meeting, right? Mm -hmm. It can be, I know COVID, this has been a big thing of like a walk around the park outside because it's the only way everything was closed. Um, You know, so it doesn't have to be a long engagement. It Mm -hmm. can be um, uh, something, yeah, an hour to an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. But even in that setting, still pay attention to what you're wearing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a t-shirt, just a, yeah, a ratty t-shirt, but just in general, a t-shirt mm-hmm. is not a good first impression mm-hmm. if you are trying to indeed court a woman and right. win her hand you know, in marriage yeah. or, or win her affection. Um, and so that's uh, incredibly important. Grooming, exactly, right? Maybe you were hanging out with your friends all day and you got a little sweaty. Well, find a situation or find a time to quickly put yourself together, right? Yes. Bring wipes in the car with you and deodorant. If that's what yeah. you need to do, throw on a polo shirt instead of a, a T-shirt. But it shows the woman in this situation that you care enough about her and that relationship, whether it ends 
after or continues on that first um, date, right? Right. Is that women deserve um, with with their di- with um, their dignity. Um, they deserve our respect. They deserve right. our attention to these details. Yeah, right. And another another tip, I guess, is just be mindful of your manners. Okay. So one one of the hallmarks of a gentleman, what's what separates a gentleman from perhaps other kinds of men, yeah. is that a gentleman is sensitive to the needs of others. I, I just think that's a fundamental rule. I agree. And you are not so concerned with yourself. You're concerned about helping and serving others. And when you are with, with a girl, hold the door for her, obviously. Yeah. If you're driving her somewhere, open the door for her on, on your car. Um, let her order first. Yeah. Ooh, let her order first, right? How yeah. often would something like that go unnoticed? Yeah. Exactly. Maybe yeah. maybe even go the extra mile and pull her chair out for her at the restaurant. Yeah. Not because she can't do it for herself. Right. But you're showing her that extra respect. We live in such a boorish, rude, crude culture. Yeah. Where everyone's about my needs, my wants, my interests. I think any girl, when a guy shows serious care and courtesy to her goes out of his way to show manners and respect for her i think any girl is going to be impressed by that agreed i think we skipped over something here that just occurred to me when you first meet her compliment her yeah right so uh we're talking about bucking gender norms and 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 not worrying about that being a gentleman right Mm -hmm. but also when you first meet her be specific. There we go again. That's um, specificity. You know mm-hmm. that. Uh, be specific about something that you uh, liked about her. Oh, she's very attractive. Oh, um, you know. Wow, it's it's yeah. amazing meeting you in person. Um, if that might be the case, or if she's just if you already know because you became friends and you go on that first date. I don't know a woman that doesn't greatly appreciate being complimented mm-hmm. and not just a generic compliment of like, oh, you look wonderful, but like something specific. Yeah, you know? like I like your dress yeah. or like that color really suits you or something right. like that. Something appropriate. Yeah. Not crude. You're right. not going to say something like, I like your legs. That's <laughs> right. We're not going to be, wow. you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're going to be appropriate yeah. here to the situation. And again, it's a, it's showing that you're paying attention. Yes, you're not you know off, lost in space somewhere in your thoughts or whatever. You're paying attention to her. Yeah. Uh, and again, look her in the eye when you say it. Don't mumble. Yeah. Um, again, that just communicates I have no confidence in myself whatsoever. That's right. Speak clearly and articulately. Mm. Look her in the eye and say it like you mean it because you should. That's right. Um, and so I think all these things are just really like. Skills that are human about human interaction. Yeah. And it's something that we have to work at these days because, like I said, we live in a virtual world right. nine times out of ten where we're, we're Skyping, we're Zooming, um, you know, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on, you know, TikTok or whatever yeah. the thing is these days. And, you know, people don't know how to interact with each right. other anymore. And to that point, I'm glad that you mentioned that. On a date, don't keep your cell phone on the table, Yes. right? Show her, even if she does, and don't judge her if she does, right? This has become a social norm where we take Mm -hmm. the phone out and we just keep it on the table, right? But it actually changes the psychological dimension of the the relationship. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so keep your phone in your pocket or in the car, right? We live for generations without a phone connected to us. And and there's nothing in that situation more necessary to your attention 
than her, than yeah. engaging and interacting with her. If she's somebody who's on her phone all the time, you know, then maybe that tells you something, you know, that this is not meant to go further. But mm-hmm. be the example, but also more importantly, be the gentleman of not leaving mm-hmm. your phone out on the table, but keep it in your pocket or keeping it in your car um, to really show that your time, um, there's nothing more valuable to your time than than that situation yeah. right there with her. Yeah, and, you know, and I can't emphasize enough just the importance of manners like that. Just yeah. what that communicates is you are my priority. And this should go throughout the whole date. You, She's the most important person in the world to you for those 90 minutes mm. or whatever it happens yeah, to be. Right. And what what there's other forms that this can take. If it's cold outside and she's got, you know, a, a short sleeve dress on, you know, give her your jacket. Give her your suit jacket. Uh, if it's raining at pouring rain outside when you're leaving the restaurant or wherever you're you're in your date, mm-hmm. you go get the car, you leave her there and you come back and pick her up. You know, you show her all these signs of little courtesy respect. She's you got your full attention for however long that date lasts. Yeah. And again, what girl wouldn't be impressed by that? Yeah, I agreed. Um, and so we live in a different world. We've been talking about that right now. Is it appropriate to follow up if you're still interested? And in fact, I heard a woman tell me once that she loved clarity provided at the end of one of her dates where the man who they they really hit it off said, I'm going to call you in five days. Mm-hmm. He told her that. I don't understand the, the details, but she said it was so um, uh, uh, relieving. It was so freeing for her that for the next four days, she didn't worry about it because she knew he said he was going to call her in yeah. five days. That's a great idea. Yeah, exactly. And and um, and and what a wonderful idea is that, again, being specific, being intentional, right? Yes. And that relationship. I want to talk briefly about the follow-up call. If you are interested, first and foremost, if she's not interested in you, read the signs, your self-worth and dignity are not dependent on this going to the right. second or third right. date. You can't or, force and it. it yeah. Correct. But what are your thoughts about texting a follow-up versus picking up the phone and calling a follow-up? Yes. Well, and that's the thing is that texting always feels safer. Yeah. It just does. Mm-hmm, for sure. But... <laughs> I think you should at least attempt a phone call. If yeah. she doesn't answer, then perhaps you can follow up with a text. I like that. Um, or you can leave a voicemail. But I, I think following up with a... Try that more personal contact first. But perhaps she's not comfortable with that, so follow up with a text. Yeah. Um, but don't force it. Don't keep calling her. Don't call her 10 times in a row. Yeah. You know, something like that where she's just going to be completely overwhelmed and, and terrified by you. You know? That's right. Um, but then give her a few days. If you don't hear from her, don't don't harass her, but maybe just follow up again one more time. But then after that, like, just take Agreed. no for an answer, you Agreed. know? Just respect her no. Respect her will in the matter. That's because right. it is a dance between two individuals. It's not something where, you know, you have to, you know, divide and conquer and find her or persuade her at all costs. Like, that's not how this works. That's right. Uh, you're, you're trying to get her attention, yes. But if she's not interested, she's not interested. That's right, exactly. I like everything in moderation, really, right? right. That goes right back to it, is that 
um, in your attire. Be moderate in your attire, but mm -hmm. take time to think about your attire. And that first date, be moderate, you know? Um, I mean, there are definitely unique situations where you would take her to a three-hour opera if you were both opera buffs, you know, yes. or something like that. But generally speaking, a walk around the park in a coffee or something like yeah. that can be a great first um, impression the follow-up right it's not doesn't need to be elaborate you know you're not doing 10 texts and 10 phone calls yeah exactly yes. right i think that's that's really important is is that moderation yeah yeah and i think too let's talk about it a little bit further down the road let's say you've had a few dates or you've been dating for yeah. a month or two months or three months like i think at some point you don't want to overwhelm somebody and, and scare them off but mm -hmm. i think at some point you need to have the conversation that look like i'm dating to get married like, and, and, and don't, you don't, you don't have to be so blunt. You can be yeah. a little sensitive about it, but make it known that your intention is marriage. Yeah. That is the goal of your dating relationship. We do live in a hookup culture. We do yeah. live in a culture where friends with benefits or whatever. That's right. It's very sad, but it's the truth that a lot of times people will use one another for your, to meet their emotional needs and try to use each other sexually right. or whatever. Yep. But it's uh, it's completely wrong to just use somebody like that. That's right. Um, and even if you're not sexually active, people can still use each other emotionally. That's right. Well, I just like having that special someone that I can yeah. text or, or hang out with or whatever. But I have no intention of marrying them. Right. And these things, relationships drag on for two, three, four years. Is, where is it going? I don't know. Is he going to ask me to marry him? I don't know. Right. You immaturity. That's yeah. totally unfair. Yeah, I completely agree. It's 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 incredibly immature, you know, yeah. for for a man to do that. I like that. It it can be natural. It doesn't have to be forced. But we only live um, once, right? And right. and you not only are needing to know if this is something that she wants to pursue at that time, but also something for yourself, right? right. That clarity can, can be provided. And I think it is really important, yes, to make those intentions known because if she is not looking for um, a spouse or to take it to the next level, then that can be a wide open right. clue for you. Yeah. And I'm going to go be as bold to say that commitment is liberating, right? Yes. Commitment is freeing. Yeah. And, and so don't be afraid of that. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we, we take that balance We're we have to be brave from the first time we see her profile picture, if it's the online world, first time we see her at a Catholic social event, you know, a gathering right. or, you know, at a friend's house, we have to be brave and be confident through the first date, through the follow-up, three months later. Yes, you know? exactly, exactly. And two, I think, like, why is this so important? Why are we spending a whole episode just talking about dating? Yeah. Because marriage is a vocation. Mm. Marriage is a sacrament. And it's no less important to the life of the church than the priesthood um, or religious life yeah. or anything else. We need married couples. We need holy Catholic families. And it pains me to see a lot of you know eligible yes. young Catholic men, a lot of beautiful young Catholic women just completely uninterested in each other or, or not asking each other out or not you know pursuing um, the vocation of marriage. It's a sacred call. And... Our, our world is hurting. Yeah. You know, our world is hurting. Families are breaking down. Yes. People are lost and confused. Children are being kind of chewed up and spit out by the, the broken world that we live in. That's right. We need holy Catholic families. Yeah. So take it seriously. Get married. 
if you want to save the world, get married and have a family. Yeah. Like, take it that seriously yeah, because... That's it, countercultural, it, it, I yeah, tell you. <laughs> no. Yeah, swim upstream. Yeah, that's right. Take that risk. And, and this isn't just about, you know, having fun dates and stuff. This is about discerning the holy vocation of marriage. That's so take right. it that seriously. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, also, if if you're a guy who doesn't know where you fall in that moderation pendulum swing. Like, yeah. are, do you come across as arrogant and brazen? Do you come across as too timid? You know, um, why is she going out with him, you know, and not me? You need to find a close friend and mm -hmm. be very honest with with him. And yeah. not don't have a friend of like, oh, don't worry about her. There's plenty of other fish in the sea. That's something... Right, get down to the nitty gritty about how you appear in front of women, mm -hmm. right? Find uh, a friend that can be honest with you and say, yeah, sometimes you talk way too much about yourself, you yeah. know? And, and that doesn't mean that he hates you or that you guys, you know, need to separate a relationship. It means that he's helping you out and finding that relationship, finding that friendship uh, that you can better see yourself through the eyes of others can mm -hmm. be a really um, excellent tool for growth and virtue. Yeah. Right. And I, I think, too, back to our, our conversation with, with uh, Mr. Brad Minor. Yeah. You know, about being a gentleman and develop yourself. A lot yeah. of girls get fed up with guys because they say, well, guys are just shallow. Yeah. And a lot of times it's true. All I care about is like beer and sports or whatever, and it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. You know, if if you like sports, awesome. But read a good book, read a classic novel, or you know, go out and and do something else that is shows that you are a well-rounded individual. Yeah. That you're not just one-track mind. I think again, girls want somebody who is uh, knows a little bit about a theology, maybe, and maybe knows yeah. a little bit about literature, or whatever. Like, what girl wouldn't be impressed by that? Yeah. Um, so show that, you know, you're a little more well-rounded. Develop yourself. Um, you know, Brad Miner was talking about, like, you know, he does martial arts, but he was yeah. also a book editor for years. Right. You know, he knows how to dress well. Loves and, museums, like, yeah. Yeah, museums and history and, yeah. like, the more well-rounded you are, the more nuanced you are as a man, the more desirable, in, you know, rich and complex you are, the yeah. more a girl's going to find that right. attractive. And it just gives you confidence as a man, too. That's right. Like, like, I don't know just, you know, the, the NBA scores. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I also know about the history of the church or the history of Western civilization. or something. I mean, yeah. wouldn't that be impressive? Yeah. So the more you can develop yourself, the more confident you're going to feel and the more a girl's just going to kind of intuitively pick up on that. Agreed. And that's going back to working on the interior. Right. And another thing just to, uh, I'd like to talk about is kind of, you know, the Catholic social pressure that comes around small Catholic groups, right? Or it's the idea that these two people have gone on three or four dates, you know, don't ask them if they're going to get married, right? right? Right, Don't Don't be that person who is butting into their, you know, relationship life, you know, and mm -hmm. this is talking about kind of the Catholic social circle, right? We get into this uh, situation where we feel like there's one way, the right way, and um, and by the third date, you should know whether this person is ready to have, you know, a family with you and to die with you, you know, and mm -hmm. and it just doesn't happen that easy and and mm -hmm. that uh, that cut and dry or cookie cutter. So mm -hmm. um, I encourage 
those of you who have friends that are dating, uh, to encourage them, to pray for them, uh, but don't, um, don't make it awkward and uncomfortable for them. Yeah. So. Well, and I, one, one point that you brought up that I kind of want to follow up on yeah. is just discerning whether or not this is the right person for you. Mm, yeah. Like, let's say you've, you've been dating for three, four months. She likes you, you like her. And you're trying to say, discern, like, do we take this to the next level? Do we start, you know, maybe we're a year in. Do we start talking about marriage? You know, how do we know? Yeah. And, and I think there's, there's obviously multiple levels of connection. One is just, do you like each other? Okay. But maybe you have great sparks, great chemistry, yeah. great relationship, but you don't agree on anything. Mm. You know, she wants to have a career. She doesn't want to have any kids. She just wants a dog. You want a big family, or maybe it's vice versa, you know? Maybe yeah. you don't want any kids, and she does. Like, well, okay, we will, you have to have those serious conversations. There are some uh, differences that are not solvable. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, there are lots of differences that are solvable. Yeah. Maybe she likes Mexican food and you like Indian food. Yeah. Okay, well... You can live with that. You can work with that. Yeah. But there are some fundamental values that you have to agree on. Yeah. Is the Catholic faith important to you? That's right. You know, maybe they're just a nominal Catholic um, and they don't take it that seriously, but, you know, whatever, they're fine with you being devout. Yeah. Well, that's going to lead to some tensions later on that in your is. marriage. Um, so be attentive to those non-negotiables, those values that you won't give on. That's right. And... Look for those things that are irreconcilable that you just can't get over. Yeah. And, and it might be painful if you really like somebody, but you have to realize it's just going to save you from pain long-term down the road when you're married, and that's you know a covenant of love before God that is indissoluble. And, and then you're with this person, and you realize that you have serious differences of values with them. Yeah. So just be a, pay attention to those core values that you have and make sure that person shares those with you or it's just going to lead to heartache down the road. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's really important. And then there's also the situation that what if um, she is crazy into you after four or five dates, a few months, but you've realized that she's not the one, right? right? right. That um, you have a responsibility and a duty to um, end the relationship yeah, exactly with poise with with um, charity yeah um, with an understanding of her incredible self-worth and dignity before God um, but you have an obligation yeah you know yeah don't ghost her because you're too scared to right. let her know right you know, and have like, to deal with those emotions yeah mm, don't play games no. just be upfront and forward in a kind and gentle way yes but just be honest yeah yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, so. yeah well, I, we hope this has given some of the people listening to this some guidance on yeah. how to move forward. But the thing I want to leave everyone with is just, again, number one, take action. Take action. I was going to say that. Just do it. You yes, know? just do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And second, though, take the vocation of marriage seriously. Yeah. It's not just about, you know, being able to have sex. It's not just about yeah. emotional intimacy just having a you know close buddy to hang out with. It's not about that. Yeah, marriage is a holy vocation. It's a sacrament that is leads to the salvation of souls. Yeah. So take it that seriously. Pursue it, and yeah. pursue it in a proper way. 
uh, with seriousness, with dignity, with respect for that other individual, and God will bless you. That's right. You and won't. and then just my final thing is that if you're struggling with uh, courage and confidence, that's an interior problem. It's yes. not a problem that the external is going to solve, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a, a a list of tricks, you know, that you can utilize or pickup lines or right. you know tools uh, to get. Um, a woman to pay attention to you and to be interested in you. You have to work on yourself, whether it's being well-rounded, whether it's praying, obviously, for uh, for confidence in that grace, whether it's starting small and working towards something greater, mm-hmm. right? But pointing the blame at everybody else isn't the gentlemanly thing to do no. and not what we're encouraging. So, no. yeah, take action. Yeah. All right, today's nightcap is beard balm if you have a glorious beard like us no, i'm just kidding um, you need to uh, make sure that it's hydrated and conditioned and all of those things so it doesn't get frizzy and and uh, just look terrible yeah and uh, we offer to make the choice easy for you the catholic gentleman beard balm by catholic balm company so the choice is clear uh find your catholic gentleman beard balm no really in general you can find beard balm anywhere yeah um, but ours is the best uh so be sure to find that and uh keep that beard uh feeling soft and not uh frizzy and scratchy yeah exactly for married men the lady in your life will appreciate it um, well, thank you also good uh moisturizing the skin underneath and everything it it all around makes you uh feel better Absolutely. All right. Well, as we end every episode, remember, be a man, be a saint.